Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Up next, C.J. Pearson Uncensored, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. It was alarming to listen to them today because it wasn't just President Trump that they have on trial today. It's all of us that support President Trump. It's how they were portraying Trump's supporters and their messaging and the wording they were saying is they're trying to paint Trump supporters as if we're some kind of domestic terrorist. Welcome, guys, to CJ Pearson Uncensored. Today, Marjorie Taylor Greene joins us on the pod and talks about the crazy attacks she's been experiencing in the past few weeks. She's had threats against her family. She's been stripped from her committees and her reaction to all of that here. So, you know, Congressman, uh, you know, one thing that really intrigues me about you, that really amazes me about you, is the fact that you are a strong conservative woman. And, you know, Oftentimes, the left likes to pretend as if they are the party of women, that they are the party of bold, courageous women, that they support women, regardless of whether or not they're conservative or liberal, that they truly are the party of women. But I think it's been pretty clear through your experiences that that just isn't really true. It's been clear through my experiences as a black American that when the Democrats love to say that they are the party of the minority, the party of the underdog, but when people like you and I are professing opinions that they believe are wrong or inaccurate or a little bit uh, too independent and uh, of, of their ideology, they call us every name in the book. You know, black conservatives are called Uncle Tom's are called the N word, all of these things. People like you, you're called sellouts to, to the female gender. It, it, it's absurd, but it's been something you've had to deal with head first. Tell us a little bit about your experience in that regard. Well, ever since walking into the on the public sa- stage, so to speak, I've defied their narratives and I've done it boldly because my entire campaign, I said people over politicians. I've never wanted to be a member of Congress. As a matter of fact, I had a much better life as a private citizen, um, enjoying working, uh, owning my company, being a wife and a mother. I'm, I'm so proud to be a mother. And, and yes, uh, having those things and caring about those things and putting people first, refusing to care about what the media says about me as they attack me constantly and try to whip me into submission, so to speak. Uh, the Dems attacking me just nonstop and saying the worst things imaginable. And they call me much worse names than you, than you did or mentioned. They, they don't understand because I don't back down. And the reason why I don't back down is I really don't care what they think. And, and I defy their narrative as an American woman. Um, I'm proud to be a wife, uh, being married almost 25 years. I'm extremely proud to be a mother. And when I talk about being a mother, I say that's the greatest part of my life. That's my greatest accomplishment. I put that over a career or anything I've done in my life. Becoming a congresswoman, being a mother is way better. Um, and then being a proud American, being a, a proud gun owner and being very, very pro-life and, and speaking about it nonstop. See, these are the things that the left don't want to see in women. They want to see women that embrace being pro-choice, pro-abortion, 
um, and and talking about abortion as a way to pursue a career, which I think is evil and I think it's atrocious. They the left wants women to believe and they sell this lie constantly that in order to be successful as a woman, if you find yourself pregnant, that you have to kill that baby in the womb. And because it's that baby that's holding you back from being successful, it's a problem that you have to dispose of. And I think that's the most evil lie. I think it comes directly from Satan. And I say that a lot. As a matter of fact, being a mother is what has driven me to be successful because I love my children so much. And, you know, they're, they're what drives me. My family drives me. And, and this is the message that I constantly say. And the left hates me for it because that's not the narrative that they want about women. And they attack, um, someone like you, CJ, who is a, very outspoken and you're so, so well-spoken as a young black American, you see, they want you to be in your category, just like they want me to be in my category because identity politics is their game. They don't believe in our individual liberties. They don't believe in our individual rights, which is what this country was founded on, but they want to divide us and separate us. Um, they want you to stay in line with what Democrats wording and, and what messaging that they want for black American males. They want me to be in line for what white American women are supposed to be. And they do this with every category. But the truth is, and it's something that President Trump has said over and over at his rallies, is that we're all Americans and, you know, God created us all equal. Thank God for that. And, and our Constitution affirms it. And so when President Trump would say at these rallies that we all bleed red, white and blue as an American is one of the most uplifting things, because that's truly how I see it. And that's I'm sure that's how you see it. And that's that's how most Americans really feel. Uh, But the left doesn't want that because they really want America to be dependent on government. Their long term goal is socialism. And you could even go as far as communism. And that is what they're they're working towards. And and they're doing a really good job right now. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest themes that you that you really hit on throughout all of this is the hypocrisy of it all. You know, the left loves and progressive love to talk about the idea that women can have it all. But if women can have it all, a career and children and, and be a mother, then why are we treating abortion as if it's just some routine healthcare procedure uh, that they have to give up their child if they want a career, if they want that job, if they want to be a congresswoman, right, one day? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one thing that I, really stuck out to me in your answer is the impact that you talked about being a mother has had on you. You know, in recent weeks, you've been called every name in the book. And from what I've read, you know, a lot, you still have school age children and still go to school every single day. You've been covered just wall to wall on on CNN. You've been hit in the mainstream media. You've been called a racist, a bigot, a white supremacist. These attacks have consequences and they have effects on your family. So as a mother, my question to you is how have you dealt with that and and how has your family been dealing with that? Um, that's been the hardest part. It's one thing to me for me to be attacked personally, but it's been it's been a lot for my family. We're not used to being in the in the public eye. And, and, and for everyone that knows us, we have great relationships. We've never been called these names before because that's not who I am as a person. That's not who my family is as a person. And thankfully, all of our our extended family and friends have been so supportive because They're so appalled at what the media has been saying about me, Uh, but it has affected my family. And I'm glad you asked about that. My husband 
gets called nonstop on his cell phone. They email him. They call our company. They reach out to him on on his LinkedIn profile, on Facebook, on Twitter. They they harass him constantly. Um, but it's been worse even for my children. They harass my children. I've got two kids in college, and then my youngest is in 11th grade. Uh, one of my daughters is on scholarship um, for her sport that she spent, you know, all of her childhood playing her heart out and earned her scholarship. Well, just recently, uh, it was last week, as a matter of fact, some people tagged her personal Twitter page. They tagged her school. They tagged her coaches. They tagged her teammates and said terrible things about me and them and said that people should go and, and go to their games and make sure that they have a bad season. And so we had to work with the, you know, security. We had to work with the FBI to turn these people in. But this is the, this is how disgusting and evil and sick the left is that they don't, not only do they say lies about me and, and use little bitty things, teeny tiny things and put them in news stories just to twist the narrative about me and smear my character. But then they send their minions uh, and attack my family and my children, but not just my family, and my children, the school and their teammates and coaches. And it's unbelievable. Uh, it's it's too much. And it's it's not right. And it's not fair. I would never even for someone that I completely disagree with uh, policy wise that I've that I would say is my political enemy. I would never, ever want their family to be harassed. I would never want their children to be harassed. I, I would never want that for any of them. And I would I would completely denounce it and 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 tell people to stop if that were happening for them. But it doesn't work that way from the left. They everyone is fair game. And, and if you don't back down and stop, then they go after you until and, and they just never they never quit. Look at what they're doing to President Trump today. And what I find most nauseating about that entire thing is that since January 6th, these people have used that singular incident to depict half America as terrorists, as terrible people who are wreaking havoc on the world, who are committing acts of violence, who are the biggest obstacles to unity that exists in this country. But yet here they are terrorizing your family simply because you have the audacity to disagree with them. And they want to make it us out to be the violent people. They want to make us out to be um, the antagonizers. But it's not conservatives out of here doing these things. We're not trying to get people's scholarships taken away, get people kicked out of college. You know, I was in D.C. Um, on January 6th, didn't enter the Capitol, would never think to do something like that. But just for being in January 6th at the president's event at the Ellipse, some liberal girl at my university started a petition to get me kicked out of school. And it's it's the craziest thing because it's like these people have such uninteresting lives and such lives devoid of purpose that they feel the need to hurt people simply because you have opinions that differ from their own. Absolutely crazy that you've had to go through that. You know, as a mother, uh, just seeing those attacks as your family. And uh, I'd love to talk to you a little bit more about that after the break. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. 
That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com podcast. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. But in the face of everything you've dealt with, I think it's a really legitimate question to ask you is like, do you feel safe? And with students in college, I know that, you know, I I go to the University of Alabama. It's a little bit of a different landscape here. Um, Definitely one of the more conservative universities, public universities in the country. But when it comes to other places of higher education, it's it's a tough place um, to be a conservative. And I get those messages every single day. Do you worry about your kids being on college campuses today? And and for you personally, um, how have you dealt with just the safety element of all this? Yeah, I do. I do worry about my children. I worry about them. I don't worry about myself. I worry about my children. Um, my oldest daughter, all of her classes are online well, because of COVID, right? So she's not out and about on the campus. So that's a good thing. But I do worry about my middle daughter because she is there. Uh, she's there for her sport, which she loves. And she's so excited to play ball this year because uh, it got canceled last year. And, and she's, you know, living her life and uh, doing what she should do. And we shouldn't have to fear for her safety. Politics don't belong on the playing field. They don't belong in the classroom. And and the left needs to stop shoving it in there. And they shouldn't harass our children. Thankfully, my son, um, who's in 11th grade, you know, we live in a very conservative district and he goes to a great school. And I want to brag about his school for a minute because school is a really big deal, as you know. Um, his school is a charter school. And it's a big high school. They have stayed open. He has had a normal school year. He played football, had a normal season. He, he goes to school every day in person, sees all of his friends. He had his wrestling season, and now they're having track and field. And I, I can't tell you how grateful I am to his, his principal and the administration and all the teachers who believe in and educating our children and, and aren't uh, reacting in this crazy way like these these 
terrible teachers unions who who are all about politics and controlling everything. And then we're looking at the budget where they're wanting to spend billions of dollars uh, on education, but it's really going to go to these union bosses and it's going to go to to woke liberal universities. Um, but it's not really putting our children back in school because Joe Biden considers open schools one day a week. So the the hypocrisy of the left is is astounding. But I do worry about like you, CJ, I worry about you, your generation, because look at what they've done to me. This this should be eye opening for everyone. I posted things on Facebook. I talked about things, asked questions. I liked comments that I shouldn't have liked, but I did like them. And now I'm paying big consequences for those things. So I worry about someone like you, CJ. I worry about your generation where they can track. They can track this. And it, it absolutely can affect your career. You know, look at you said you said you were actually in Washington on January 6th. You did nothing wrong. That that entire um, protest was was a planned peaceful protest. The people that attacked the Capitol are the ones that are responsible for that. There were roughly around 800 people that actually went inside the Capitol. But I'd say a good half to more than half of those people were not violent. They were they were dumb people that should have never gone in there, but they went in and and walked around and took pictures. But the people that committed violence, the people that planned the attack, the people that put the pipe bombs at the RNC and the DNC, those are the people that are responsible for that. And those are the people that need to be held accountable. But in, in no way should your reputation or your future reputation or career should ever be threatened simply because you went to Washington to support President Trump and um, stood up for election integrity. You you didn't do anything wrong, but that's not what the left believes. You see, if you watch the impeachment, this scam that they're doing, wasting our tax dollars, wasting our time just to create a circus on television to really cover up the real damage that Joe Biden and the rest of the Democrats are doing to our country. It was alarming to listen to them today because it wasn't just President Trump that they have on trial today. It's all of us that support President Trump. It's how they were portraying Trump's supporters and their messaging and the wording they were saying is they're trying to paint Trump supporters as if we're some kind of domestic terrorist. And that is such a dangerous, slippery slope and and an extreme, profound, uh, hypocritical stance when the Democrats are the party that supported, promoted and funded radical, violent riots all over our country that are still ongoing in places like Portland, uh, Washington, D.C. last week, uh, in Seattle. These are things are still ongoing. They've never apologized. They've never told anyone to stop and they don't back away from it. But they accuse all of us as being dangerous. And we're not the dangerous ones. 800 people that went in the Capitol on January 6th do not define the 75 million people that voted for President Trump or the unknown number of people that went to Trump rallies over the past four to five years, even before he came in office. Yeah, and one thing I will tell you about our generation that I think can really give you some hope is that I think my generation is a generation that really likes fighters. You know, I saw people when Trump first ran for president, I had friends, completely apolitical, didn't know a single thing about politics, didn't care about politics, didn't watch anything political or anything like that. But Donald Trump brought them into the fray. He brought them into the arena because he was a politician who fought like no one had before him. He was interesting. He took on the system in the very way that he said he would do. 
And for me, you know, even, you know, when that entire petition thing happened, uh, you know, with the girl trying to kick me out of school, I decided to make a counter petition. I wasn't going to roll over and apologize for doing nothing and, and, and going to a peaceful demonstration, you know, because I've seen too many like noodle spine Republicans who've done just that. You know, they're, they're so desperate for the approval and for the validation of the left. They end up literally throwing themselves in the fire, desperately seeking the validation of people that will never validate them. People that will never like them. They're so eager to be liked by those people. So I was like, no, I'm going to make a petition. I'm going to make a counter petition. And I'm going to say that I'm not leaving University of Alabama. I did nothing wrong. What I did was protected by free speech. And that's that. I made that petition. I got 80,000 signatures compared to her 2,000. You know, when I go out, you know, and, and I'm going to, I'm in a fraternity when I go to frat parties when I'm out and, you know, out here in Tuscaloosa, people literally walk up to me and they're like, CJ, I really respect what you did, what you're doing, and the fact that you just sit and like back down in the face of all of that. And I think that's the affinity that a lot of people have started to have towards you, right? You're someone who is actually fighting this system in the way that you ran on. Because we have so many Republicans who say they're going to go to Washington, they're going to fight the radical left, they're going to do all these things, blah, blah, blah. And then they absolutely go and they capitulate once they get to Washington. They forget the people that actually sent them there. But what I think you've experienced is exactly what I'm describing because all these people, they sought to kick you off of these committee. They sought to literally try to expel you from Congress. But you've raised a lot of money from all of these attacks. People are so eager to support you because of the fact that you are not backing down, even in the face of the sacrifices that you've had to make. You've talked about them in regards to your family, in regards to your business, but... It doesn't seem to have been hurting you with the base. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, that's great. And I'm so proud of you for not backing down. That's awesome. That is, that's exactly what we need. Um, yeah. So like I said, when I ran for Congress, it's people over politicians, because here's the deal. I've been a taxpayer for a very long time and I've paid a lot of money in taxes. And so that means I, and, and I love our constitution. You see, that means I'm the customer and I'm also the, the employer of the federal government. And that's who we are as citizens and taxpayers. But for so many years, the federal government fails us, right? They've got us in nearly $30 trillion of debt. They're they're busting our borders wide open and then using our hard-earned tax dollars to pay for all these great services for illegals, um, even like education, promoting illegals over your education. They want to send our, our sons and daughters who bravely join the military, but they want to constantly send them over to foreign countries for their foreign wars and use them uh, like the world's police officers. They use our hard-earned tax dollars and send constantly send it in foreign aid over to foreign countries where Americans like us are paying for foreign countries' border walls. We're paying for foreign countries' bridges and roads. We're paying for foreign countries' uh, schools, and, and we're paying for uh, foreign countries' abortions. So this is this is a slap in the face for every single American. And, and this is why I ran for Congress. Um, and in doing so, I don't care what it, people in Washington think about me. Their opinions are completely irrelevant. And I don't care about what the media has to say about me because they're, I see them as just a bunch of Democrat activists um, or, or communist activists uh, working in media companies. And so I was never interested in and joining the cocktail parties and the clubs and the being chummy chummy, you know, and being accepted by leadership. I know who hired me to go there. It's the people. It's the people that need the representation. And I being one of the people, and that's all I am. I'm very much a regular person. That's all I ever want to be. So 
I've always been that person that is just like, okay, I voted for this person and then there they go and they disappoint me. And then next thing I know, they're all happy to be, you know, part of the club, but I don't want to be part of the club. I'm interested in having good relationships, working relationships, but I'm not interested in pleasing the politicians, pleasing the leadership or pleasing the, um, you know, the elite donor class or the elite lobbyist and, and, and the rest of the gang. And I really am not interested in, in seeing myself on CNN every night so that I can smile at Anderson Cooper or Don Lemon and them like me. Those are the Republicans. And there's a few of them that go on there. They're the problem in our party. And the Republican Party, they, they're they so disconnected from the people right now. Um, there's some good ones in there. But, but for the most part, the GOP is very disconnected from our base. They don't seem to acknowledge the fact that that nearly 75 million people voted for President Trump. That is a record number of votes, more than any Republican president has ever had in our American history. They seem to ignore that and they they don't want to accept that fact. They don't want to accept they voted for him because he fought for us and because his policies were America first. And I'll, I'll say it over and over again. And I'll happily say, yes, I did this wrong or, or when I did said something wrong. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that or I should have done that. Doesn't That doesn't reflect me. But I'm also just because I'm able to say where I did something wrong doesn't mean that I'm backing down. Oh, no, I'm, I'm actually doubling down. And this week, um, this past week, when they removed Democrats, removed me from my committees and 11 Republicans and mind you, 10 of those are also the ones that voted for impeachment for Trump. So that'll tell you a lot about who they are. Um, it doesn't matter because the truth is Republicans can't do anything on committees right now for the next two years. So all they did was give me a lovely gift of time where I can work very hard to hold Republicans accountable. I can work very hard to push our party to the right. And, and by doing so, when Republicans start growing a spine, when Republicans start standing up and when Republicans are proud to not only say our values, but work and put into action our values, that's when Republicans are going to win. So you'll see me, CJ, going forward, and I'm, 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 I think I'm emboldened even more so than I was because I'm like, all right, I've been in the fire, yeah. didn't hurt me too bad, and I'm ready to keep going. That's incredible, Congresswoman. We'll talk a little bit more about that after the break. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge 
indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, Congressman, you won your election with more than 70% of the vote uh, this past election cycle. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been saying, you know, what does this mean uh, for the future for you in Georgia? You know, we have a Senate race coming up in 2022. Um, some people have said Marjorie Taylor Greene for U.S. Senate. Um, have you given any thoughts to that? Or is that anything that's been on your mind? Uh, I, honestly, I haven't. That seems to be the rumor that Greg Bluestein of the AJC loves to spread around. Yeah. And it's funny to me because he's one of the biggest Democrats in our Georgia media. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand the media. People need to realize Democrats in the media, they they also like to divide Republicans. And so when they put out stories trying to pit Republicans against each other, um, they're achieving, they can achieve their goals that way. What I am doing right now is I'm solidly focused on my district, my constituents, making sure our constituent services are top notch. And they are. I'm so proud of my team and my staff and, and how they serve people here in my district. That's my biggest focus. And and now that I've been let go of these committees where you can't do anything uh, literally at all, um, I've been starting my network and the network is pretty amazingly all 50 states. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I've got a lot of plans going forward to get around. Um, I'll also be going all over Georgia because I want I want to see Georgia win and I want to see Republicans win all over the country. So that's what I'm focused on. And then I'm also excited to say I'm, I'm starting a book because I feel like I've got a lot of inside knowledge that I really want to share uh, with people like you that may have a future in politics and and my experience and what I've been through and, and being just almost pretty much canceled, canceled from my committees in only 35 days. Yeah. You got to be a big threat to the left to be for them to come after you that hard. Yeah, you've been through the fire for sure. And, and one thing I think that is that is the biggest takeaway from everyone for all of this. Um, people know the people that stood beside you, the people that gave you up because they were so desperate for that Democrat validation. Um, but also the hypocrisy there is. You know, people want to toss you out of the committee, but where were they when Alan Omar decided to describe 9-11 as just a thing that happened, right? Where were mm-hmm. they when AOC lied about where she was during the Capitol Hill riots for press attention? You know, when are we going to toss her out of committees? And so my my call has been, you know, on day one, when we retake the majority in 2022, Kevin McCarthy should do the same. This is the precedent they set. You know, they want to toss people out because they disagree with them or because of things they said years ago. That's the cancel culture we want to live in. Let's talk about what AOC is saying now. Let's talk about what Elon Omar is saying now. Let's talk about the fact that she literally defended enemy combatants of war. 
Like that was these are the comments that she's made publicly and hasn't apologized for. You know, you've apologized for the comments you've made. Um, you, you, you've come to terms with that, and and that's and that's something that we should commend. You know, if we either live in a society governed by grace, or I think a lot of us have a lot to worry about. You know, once we lose that grace, right? That people aren't redeemable. That people are forsaken as long as they make one mistake. I, I don't know how we continue to govern or really comfortably live in a society that doesn't allow any type of path redemption. But what I will say is that in your fight, there are so many people who are watching you, who are in, energized by you. And uh, we really appreciate all the good work you're doing. And I appreciate you so much for taking the time uh, and joining us here today. Well, thank you, CJ. I'm, I'm really happy I could come on your show and keep up the hard work and keep being bold and strong with your voice. It's so, we, we need you. We, we definitely need you now and we need you in the future. So I'm very proud of you. Thank you so much, Congressman. Hey guys, CJ Pearson here. Join us right here on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts for the same hard-hitting truth because we'll never stop fighting for you. Right here on CJ Pearson Uncensored. CJ Pearson Uncensored, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.